Thank you for listening to the Peer Purpose Podcast. I'm Bobby Jones, the only podcast where you get the tools that you need to become your true, authentic self and walk out your destiny. Welcome back to the Peer Purpose Podcast. Super excited to be here with you. As always, though, love that we're on this journey together. Want to hear from you? Podcast at gmail.com. Shoot me an email to where we listen from. Again, if you have any things that you're walking through in your life, tell me about it. I'll shoot a podcast episode on it. I love creating content and I love being able to help you and answer the questions that you may have. Okay. And again, we're going to do it together. So today I got to, this episode today is going to be a little bit different than the ones that I normally do. This is not me giving relationship advice as far as romantic relationships. Okay. I just want, I want to, especially for the young kids listening or the parents that may be listening with your young kids, I want you to know that I'm not actually giving relationship advice. Okay. That is between you and your parents. If you can date or not, I I have no dog in that fight. However, it has become a problem in this young generation. So I wanted to speak on it. And I did get a question from a viewer in this one that was simply saying, Hey, how do I navigate a relationship and not become codependent? And I actually think this is an amazing topic to cover because this is something that I have seen become a problem in the young generation over the last like probably three years. And it's honestly a bad problem. And a lot of people don't know you are destroying your heart. And so I want to just disclaim that this is not giving relationship advice, whether your kid can date or not. That is you as a parent's decision. It's not mine. Okay. However, I do think there's some questions, parents, that you may want to start asking your kids when they come to you about an interest that they may have for someone as their significant other. Okay. And one of the things that I'm going to probably cover on this podcast as well, not necessarily this episode, is the things that parents should be talking to your kids about the things that you should be teaching them, okay? And actually, I was starting to put that together today, but I didn't feel like I was quite crafted the way I wanted it to be, and so I didn't shoot it um, within this sequence, but I will shoot it eventually here coming up shortly. But the things that you should be talking to parents or kids about, and this is one of those things, relationships is something that your kids need to learn from you about, okay? And so one of the things that... I want to just, I want to cover a few things today, okay? And if nothing else, if you are in a relationship with someone, okay, that you call your significant other romantically, if you are truly, truly, truly seeking to do it right and not become codependent and not hurt your heart or their heart, then this episode is for you, okay? If you could care less, then that's on you. But I will tell you this that one day you will care because there's going to come a point where if you do too much of this carelessly, it's going to affect your future with relationships. I'm telling you, there is not one thing in my life that has not been affected at one point in time from my past decisions in every area. So let's just, let's just go there and no, not just about alcohol, like everything, relationships, romantic, platonic jobs, finances, name it, okay? 
choices always affect it. And so understand that if you want to do this right, if this is something that you feel you want to do correctly and you want to protect your heart and their heart, then this episode is absolutely for you. So here's what I see. Okay, I'm calling this the relationship cure. Okay, I see that this has become the ultimate goal amongst the young generation simply because many are hurting and they just don't want to hurt alone. Many feel that getting in a relationship will solve their problems. Really, in the reality, it's not true. They don't know that it will only expose their insecurities inside of them and it will not take the pain away. So, if you are in a relationship, one of the ways not to become codependent is understanding, okay, are you hurting in any way? If you are hurting, and again, I'm going to get to some more of this, but if you are hurting inside, if you have any wounds, any pain from past situations, if you don't take care of those, you will become codependent. So one of the biggest things is understanding that a relationship will not cure your problems. Okay, it won't take the pain away. All you're going to do is put that burden on someone else and you're going to expect them to carry it. And that's what I see a lot of. I see a lot of kids say, oh, it's your job to make me happy. And it's your job to do this. No, it is not. It's not. Even in a marriage, the job is not to make the other person happy. That will happen. But that's not the job. Because I'll be honest with y'all. There's some days I can't make myself happy. (laughs) so making someone else happy sorry not gonna happen but if you're there for the right reasons and you understand that relationship will not be a cure to your problems that will help you not become codependent okay another way to not become codependent is to commit to a lifestyle of growth meaning like i said a little bit ago your relationship will only expose your insecurities Because again, you're living up close with someone now and you're going to bump that bucket on each other and it's going to expose the things that are already there. So understand, right, that like much like anything else in life to say to see great results, you have to put in great work. Okay, we talked about that just a couple weeks ago in doing the work. You have to put in the work. And then so that is saying, okay, I have some insecurities in me. The only way they get better in a relationship is if I actually work on them. Insecurities don't get better if you put in parameters that help your insecurities basically buffer them, right? It's like, well, they show me their phone. They let me go through their phone. Well, yeah, that's called a trust issue. And just because they let you go through your phone, through their phone, doesn't mean you're secure. It means you're insecure and you think something's going on, probably because of a past situation that you entered into and now you can't trust people. And so you say, well, they show me their phone. And so, yeah, because you've had to put parameters in place to make you feel better because you're not securing yourself. Okay. So understanding that and one of the main ways to, to that you don't get codependent is to make sure that you're gaining the tools you need for yourself to become a, the best partner you could be. That's how you don't become codependent. Become a good partner by gaining the tools you need. If you need therapy, go get it. If you need to ask for help because you're struggling, go get the help. Whatever it is, commit to lifestyle of growth. How are you going to continue to grow forward 
in every area of your life so you can become a good partner. This is how you stay away from codependency. Codependency usually happens when you, and we're going to get to that in a minute, but, but when you're lacking things, you go seek it from someone else. That's what happens. The things that you lack inside, you'll seek those out from someone else. That's how you get codependent. So basically you say, okay, I'm getting in a relationship. This person will take care of me. Okay, I go back to years ago when I tried to date years and years ago in my 20s. I was never looking for a girlfriend. I was looking for a mom because I didn't feel growing up that I had the proper love in that way. And so later on in life, because I never healed for many years, I literally thought I was, I was looking for a mom, someone to take care of me, which made sense. They would house me. They would uh, uh, do things for me financially. They would feed me. They would. That's all the stuff that a mom would do. And I realized one day, I was like, whoa, dude, you're pretty down bad. And then, of course, when everything got better in my late 20s and I started on this journey, obviously that went away. But there was a time where, gosh, that was just my life. I would try to find females to take care of me. And that was not was not the, the good plan. It was not a good plan. Again, it was codependency. I was lacking things, and so I sought them out in someone else. And guess what? They're not mine, so they're only going to be temporary fillers until that person is gone. Okay, so understand that. Commit to that lifestyle of growth. That's how you not become codependent. Okay? And then knowing your why. You have to know why you want to date, especially at a young age. What is the reason? Parents, this is something you need to be asking your kids when they come to you to date someone. Boys or girls say, hey, why do you want to date? Why don't you tell me? Sit down and tell me. Or you can have them write it out. Give me a, a paragraph. Give me a page of why you want to date. Okay? And then here's the things to look for in that. Even Not even just parents, but kids, if, you're, if, the, if a couple of these are any reasons that you may want to date, then I would probably have to say that you shouldn't date. Now, what I am, maybe a couple years ago, I'll have to admit, I had a little different perspective on this, but I think it's changed a lot. Because I think that if if a kid has to wait, if they wait till they're 18, that's probably going to be a little too late. And then you're probably going to crash and burn. So I think maybe you know, when you get into high school, I think you can start in a healthy way. Of course, if your parents, like I have some friends right now, I'm just going to share, I'm not going to share names, but they have a kid, a son that's dating. And, you know, one of the things that the mother told me, and I thought this was great. She said, um, I have to give him a safe place to do this. Like I have to give him a safe place to make mistakes. I have to give him a safe place to be able to do this and ask me questions and me guide him. I go, yeah, you're right. And so a couple of years ago, I would have said, ah, I don't think you should be dating at a young age. But I would say that's a little bit different now than I have because you have to at least learn how to handle a heart because when you get to 18, 19, and, and that becomes maybe something you want to do more regularly, you're, you're going to want to have 
trialed and error some things. I, I will say that. And so I did have a different perspective on this, but I think it's changed more of like, yeah, I do kind of see how it is important to, you know, if if your parents let you to probably try it maybe freshman, sophomore year just to see. And again, I'm not, again, I'm going to disclaim this. Parents, I'm not telling your kids that they can go date. That's between you and them. I, just, I want that to be super clear. Okay, but I would say in the words of my friend that you need to give your kids, they need to be able to do this under your roof so they can have some guidance if they have to ask questions and, you know, different things like that. And because I will tell you this, one of the things that I see, especially with the generation above me, is we were not educated. They just told us not to do something, but they didn't really tell us why. And that ruined a lot of us for many years. Uh, I mean, I still know people that it's ruined. Like it, it doesn't, it didn't help, you know, it's like, but why give me an education behind it. I want to know why just to say, do this. Like, again, it's like, if you didn't teach us how to budget money, we had to learn that the hard way. Right. And different things like that. How do you know if you don't tell them? So be able to give them the education that I think they think would be good. So I wanted to, to throw that in there, but, but also one of the other things that I wanted to really talk about with this is is some things to look for okay so some of the things to look for is you know number one is am i only looking to take and gain in this okay that's a big question that you can ask am i looking just to take in this am i looking to gain in this maybe again it's like we talked about earlier is it one of those situations where you're looking to just some of the pain that you've experienced in life well then that is a sign that you may not be mature enough to date okay you may not be mature enough for a relationship a friend of mine once said as she was speaking to like what my next phase of life is going to be which will be marriage one day in, in the near future i believe that i'll never forget this and it really not that i had this perspective in the first place but one of the things that I did have on it is, is I never heard someone mention it like this because I see a lot, I've saw a lot of what they're going to, what I'm about to tell you in this. But one of the things that they said, they said, um, Bobby, marriage is not about getting your needs met. It's about the family unit as a whole. And I'm like, whoa. That to me was so profound. I'm like, Wow, it's not about your needs. And I saw and still see today so many marriages and even relationships that everyone's looking to get their needs met. Like everyone, oh, my needs, my needs. And so I was like, this really opened my eyes as I see so many people, okay? I think it's just all about them. It's about me. I don't have to die to myself. So just imagine that two people in a relationship thinking it's all about them. How well is that going to go? Like it's not going to be good because they're trying to get their needs met. You're trying to get your needs met. It's not going to end pretty. Okay. So understanding why and what you are bringing to the table is a good measuring stick. Why do I want to be in a relationship? What am I bringing to the table? Am I looking to add or am I looking to take? If you're looking to add, you're not mature enough. Or if you're looking to get, take, excuse me, if you're looking to take, you're not mature enough. I'm just telling you right now. But if you're looking to add, now that's something we can work with. 
Okay, so that's something to look for. Ask yourself why. And there may be more questions than that why. There may be more questions that you can ask. I'm only going to give you a couple in this. Okay, number two, am I trying to remedy loneliness? Am I really trying to feel the loneliness in my life? If you are lonely, jumping into a relationship will not fix your loneliness. Okay? And I understand that sounds totally, totally backwards. I get that. Okay? But until you are a whole person, a relationship will not make you whole. Okay? A strong relationship requires two people coming together as whole. Like that's what it requires. I I I mean I mean you could ask any married married couple. Like 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 seriously, ask any married couple. Ask them this question: Is marriage what you thought it would be? I'll put money on it. Ninety nine point nine percent of the people are gonna say no. It's a lot harder than I thought it would be. Why? Because you have two. Different people who have different needs, who have different likes, who have different preferences coming together in the same household. It's not easy. And then throw some kids in that mix. I'm sure that's hard, right? And and anyone will tell you that because it's not about just one or the other. It's about both. And two people coming together. So if you're trying to remedy your loneliness, if a relationship is like, I want to be in a relationship because I'm tired of being lonely. Ooh, ooh, that's dangerous. That is dangerous. I myself decided to wait till my wife is revealed to me. And it's been some a couple years now, I'll be honest. I'm going on three years that it's been like that. But I'm telling you, right, my my heart is so much better for it. And it gave me an opportunity to work things out in my life. And a lot of upgrade has come in my life because I decided to focus on myself. You know, obviously a desire to be married, but it's, I'm not going to just jump in something. And I wasn't going to jump in something because I was lonely. That that wasn't going to happen. Okay. And so if you're trying to remedy your loneliness, then it's not something that will fix a relationship and you'll become codependent if you just don't want to be lonely. Okay, one of the things I want to throw in this as well is, young kids, if you're going to date, do exactly that. Don't live merged. Don't live a merged life. I wouldn't recommend spending the night at houses. Again, this is between you and your parents. If they decide to do that, but I, I want to help, and this is my podcast, so I'm going to say what I want. <laughs> but do not live a merged life. You're not married yet. You're not married. Don't live a merged life at 14 or 15 years old. That will only hurt your heart more. Okay? So if you're going to date, just do that date. Because merging your life, it, I'm telling you, it will become codependent. It does. That's just what happens. Okay. Dating in any context, okay, will create relationship patterns that will carry on into adulthood and your married life. So you need to make sure to practice well. Again, 
I said my perspective changed. I feel like a freshman, sophomore, whatever, junior, you can start, you know, dating and practicing because chances are you won't end up with that person. You, I mean, it happens, right? But chances are you, you probably won't. But being able to practice that. And so the habits that you're creating in dating right now, I'm telling you, they're going to come with you. So what are you learning? Being able to learn on that and about that and about yourself. Dating is also another opportunity for you to learn about you. For your heart to be revealed to you. Many of you don't know your own hearts yet. You don't know them. And dating will always reveal what's in there. Okay. So just know that the habits and the things you're creating right now in that space, in that area of your life, it's coming with adulthood. And it will go into who you are when you're single. That's who you're going to bring into the marriage. Okay. What you're developing now in dating that is probably going to be your dynamic. So choose wisely and practice well, like I just said. Okay. One of the last things I want to leave you with is if you are looking for a relationship to just fix your life, don't do it. It won't work. You can't choose and use relationships just to numb out or fix your life. Okay. You're only going to come out more damaged than when you started. If you really want to break it all down, here's what it comes down to when it comes to this topic. Your job is to leave the person and their hearts exactly how you found them or better than when you met them. That's your job. You want to leave them the same or if not better. If you leave them worse, I'm telling you, doesn't mean you can't change the dynamic, but that is not the goal of dating. Hope you enjoyed this episode. You're going to be all right. I'm with you. I'm on this journey as well. We're all continuing to grow, commit to being whole and live a full life. And I promise you, you're going to live a life that you're proud of. Okay. So much gold inside of you. That's going to help you walk the greatness outside of you. Keep climbing and I'll see you next time.